Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. I'm glad that you're watching, listening uh, on the podcast and in, uh, on the video. You know, I've been thinking the last few days is that what we need in the United States is more commonality. We have to be able to find more commonality. And I think we begin by admitting that the United States, the United States is not going to be destroyed from within although it may look like it right now from what you see on the news because the mainstream media is selective in the material that they choose to show us each evening and day on the news. But the United States is strong. I believe this to be true. Our heritage and our history is strong. And why we're trying to remove it, I'll never know. But our place in the world is also strong. For all the chaos and all of the writing you've been seeing in the streets, the looting, the arsony, and the, the anarchy, less than 1% of our people really believe in that kind of stuff. Less than 1% of our country believes that we're evil, we're bad, and the United States is just a bad idea. So make no mistake about it. Be hopeful. The United States, although no nation is perfect, the United States is the most moral country on earth. The United States is the most compassionate country on earth. The United States is by far the most powerful country on earth, and with that comes great responsibility, no doubt. All of these things are true because our people are the most moral people on the planet. Our people are the most compassionate people on the planet. Our people are the strongest people on the planet. So our country is the strongest. We have the best people. The American dream is the best dream to have ever been dreamt. We have to find that commonality. The hope that the United States offers is second only to the hope that God himself offers. The hope that's promised to us by God is made true, and it comes to life in the American dream. Despite the events that you're seeing that have been carried out on the streets across the cities in America, there is no one in this country who, if they apply themselves, can't find and discover and realize their own American dream. It's a miracle. It's all a miracle. And I think that we see the miracle of dreams coming true so often in this country that we've become perhaps desensitized to it. But it's a real miracle, and it happens all of the time. Divine Providence sparked the idea of the American experiment within our founding fathers, and God is still with us to this day, and we need to find that commonality. But we need more commonality. Despite the differences between the New Democratic Socialist Party and the Republicans, there is hope. We've got to find our way back to negotiations. We've got to find our way back to conversations. We've got to find our way back to maybe even compromise when it comes to certain things. But I think that the first condition that the New Democratic Socialist Party has to accept is is that we've got to put America and Americans first. This means that we have to adhere to the laws of the land that keep us safe. We can't let mob rule become an acceptable template of public discourse just because a group of people didn't get their way. 
we have to keep the generation of everybody gets a trophy in check because they're a generation that can't solve anything, but they complain about everything. And the unlawful occupation of cities, the destruction of property, of innocent businesses, statues, or just destruction in general can't be tolerated. That's a deal breaker. You simply can't riot and loot, kill, rape, burn, and create anarchy and be expected to be invited to be a part of any intellectually mature conversation about the United States and commonality. But for the rest of us, we do need to invite each other to the table of commonality. We have a chance to dream again in this country. We had a great chance prior to the whole COVID-19 misinformation campaign, which is what it really was, and the wildly unnecessary economic shutdowns. Don't even get me started on that. Wildly unnecessary to shut down the economy of the United States. Before then, we had been the best economy the world had ever seen. More people over the last three years were lifted out of poverty poverty than, than during any other time in our history. More people of every single demographic were working in the United States. There was more wealth being created. You put more money in your pockets. There was tax cuts. People were generally happy. People were being fulfilled. People were okay. Then we were hit by this virus that captivated the imaginations and the fears of scientists. Scientists who never gave us accurate numbers about projections of infection or death. But we never, and we have to admit this, ladies and gentlemen, we never reached pandemic levels with COVID-19 in the United States. It, it affected a few parts of the country, but it clearly didn't affect everybody. Even today, we're not even close to seeing 1% of our entire population affected by this thing. But on the other side of that coin, far many more people, upwards of 40 million or more, have been destroyed financially and otherwise because of the economic shutdown. More people have been destroyed and hurt that way than the virus will ever touch. And that mantra, stay home, it saves lives, don't you believe it? That was never true because that insinuates that the destruction of our economy saves lives. That's BS. If we're forced to stay home and the economy closes, people will die. It does not save lives. And in far greater numbers than the virus will ever touch, People will be ruined in wrecked and shut down economies. You see, in a wrecked economy, we can't provide adequate health care to anybody. In a wrecked economy, goods and services are not readily available. And there are shortages of even the most basic products. Does the term, hey, I'm sorry, we're out of toilet paper, ring a bell? Just look at any wrecked economy in any third world nation on earth. Take a look at them. People die there just as a matter of course because their economies are wrecked. We have to absolutely refuse the idea that this is a template, economic shutdowns, in any future crisis that we face. That's the commonality that we need to find among these others that I'm mentioning. But we have to agree that shutting an economy down kills more people than a virus. We need to find commonality that convinces us that we've what we've been through with regards to the closing of the economy. We have to find commonality that we can take care of those who are medically fragile, elderly, 
Clearly, washing hands and taking precautions are all good things. But we don't rob somebody else's liberty and freedom because we're worried about any demographic. We clearly can't quarantine the healthy anymore in this country. And we can't let prisoners out of jail because we're worried about a virus. We need to find commonality that soundly agrees with and supports everybody's right to free and peaceful speech. But we have to passionately resist and put a stop to violent mobs and anarchists who are seeking to destroy and burn businesses, lives, homes, cities, statues. We can't allow this to happen. We need to find commonality that sees value in and supports law enforcement officers. We have to recognize the whole lie of defunding the police and replace it with the truth that states, hey, if there's no police and if there's no laws, you're going to see tyrants, mobs, thieves, marauders rise up. If you think that any society can manage itself by the, by the rule of the people, wrong. There will always be some evil that creeps up and takes over control of everything. Defunding the police is not a way forward. We cannot have commonality if we think that's going to be the way. We need to find commonality of the pursuit of God and holiness within ourselves so that we can project and offer holiness to others. We have to be able to portray holiness in our neighborhoods. Neighborhoods need to be reborn where our neighbor takes care of neighbor. It just can't be the government's job to take care of us. It, it was never meant to be that way. The founders never intended the government to take care of us. They intended neighbor to take care of neighbor and local communities to take care of one another. We need to find commonality in human dignity, ladies and gentlemen. We need to realize that dignity is not provided through entitlement programs or free stuff. Dignity, dignity comes only through the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the honest work that you and I pursue and complete. Dignity means that we're self-sufficient, not dependent upon the government to take care of us. There's no dignity in that. So can't we please, ladies and gentlemen, find this commonality today? I believe that we can. I think we can, but we have to confront the evil that's occurring in the streets. We have to confront the evil that's occurring now in many of the streets in the United States. And I know that there's many people out there who don't like the idea of confrontation. I get it. But that's the problem that led to places like Chaz in Seattle. And I got news for you. There's a lot of people, good, hardworking, moral people who are sleepless in Seattle these days because they're fearful for their lives. They're fearful, fearful for their neighbors' lives. They're fearful for their businesses. They're fearful in general because of the chaos and anarchy that the governor and the mayor are letting happen. It is no summer of love in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. It's a summer of rape and crime. But we need to find the commonality that the truth is that the founders recognized that divine providence from creator God himself was the spark that inspired the American dream. That's the commonality that's the linchpin to all of this. We need to believe in that, what the founders created and saw because of the inspiration of God himself. 
So please, for the sake of all that's good, let's believe in these commonalities, that the United States is the best country, it's the best dream, it's the best reality, it's the best moral compass in the history of our planet. And let's believe in America again. Clearly, the, one of the most unreported stories in today's age is the passion and love of America that Donald Trump has for this country. Now, let's find some commonality and not, for those of you that don't like the president, let's not shut off the idea that, in fact, he is patriotic and he loves the country. Let's find commonality. Find commonality in that because the American dream is the real dream inspired by God himself. And if we can help others find that, we have a pack of blessings on our back. Each of us does. But we've become so, I think, familiarized with the miracles that are out there. They happen every day. We're surrounded by them, that we don't recognize them for what they are. They're the very hand of God himself coming down and saying, come on, work together, neighbor and neighbor, community and community. Find dignity and good honest work and fulfillment of jobs that you do take care of each other and the meaning of life ladies and gentlemen is this and poets priests scribes and prophets have tried to describe this but at the end of the day we have to find this commonality that the meaning of life is defined as this that we enter into the lives of others to make differences for the better that we enter into the lives of others to make differences for the better That's the meaning of life, and that's the commonality that we need to find today, right now, in this country, because she is the greatest of all time. I believe it. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Good night.